Welcome back. I'm your host, Emily, and you're listening to Beyond a Bedtime Story, a parent's guide to children's reading. With this episode, you'll be one step closer to taking your bedtime stories to the next level. So let's get into it. Today, I'm going to provide you with tips to gamify your child's reading experiences. And this idea was actually inspired by my teacher. Just had to give him a shout out. I don't know if I can say his name on my podcast. He definitely wouldn't mind, but I'm not going to say it just in case. But he has two young boys, and he mentioned to me after listening to my episodes, he was like, you might want to do a gamification episode. I'm like, well, what's that? And he was saying that when they give his children like reading assignments or they're doing reading to like encourage them to be more interested they developed like a point system and they gather up a certain amount of points and gamification really as defined by um, this article that I'm going to talk about seven ways to gamify your studies to make learning more fun by Oxford Royal Academy gamification of learning involves applying the principles of video games to study and it's actually really cool. This article is actually catered to an older audience, high school, my age, to gamify their studies. But it's a great habit to use with children in making learning fun. It is a sort of like a give and take. There is some incentive involved in gamification with children, like point systems and making up characters so that they're more involved. But really, Convincing yourself to have fun with learning is a lifelong skill because you're always going to have to learn more and you're always going to have to motivate yourself somehow. So I'm going to get into the tips that this article kind of outlines. Um, These aren't my ideas. I'm just highlighting my favorites from the article and providing elaboration on them. I'm linking the article in my show notes if you feel like you want to read the actual article, but I'm picking like what I felt were the most valuable strategies and will fit best with young children. That's why I excluded a lot of the tips that involved creating competition, maybe between siblings, because I think with young children that can get um, a little contentious. Children get competitive and they always like to win. So instead, with these tips, there is no losing. Everybody wins with this model of gamification. Getting into those tips, the first one the article outlines is incorporating narrative. Narrative being for them, an umbrella for a series of learning tasks may have the ability to sustain your attention for a longer period of time. This would be such as inventing a scenario where they, for example, say undertaking a journey, perhaps through a fantasy land. And instead of fighting off monsters, you have to learn certain topics in order to progress through this imagined land. So essentially, you and your child can devise a fantasy world that they want to learn with it. That when they start reading, that when they know that they're going to read a book and they're going to have to answer comprehension questions about that book, it's a part of this fantasy land. And they're going to look forward to reading because they know they get to step into this world that they've created. And this requires a lot of creativity, imagination, and some effort, but it'll be a fun experience for both you and your child because you can really give them the freedom to choose what fantasy world they want to live in. They're the ones that always will surprise you with their creativity. And if you give them the space um, to make their learning a creative process, they're going to amaze you with it. So have your child decide what they want their fantasy journey to look like. And of course, you can help them if they need help. If you want to brainstorm with them ideas, 
You can write down your ideas and even have them illustrate pictures of what they want their fantasy land to look like. This is all up to them. And the more they're invested in it, the more fun they have with it, the more they're gonna look forward to reading. And these other tips go along with kind of enhancing this narrative, really getting into character, such as changing the way you refer to things. The article uses Harry Potter as an example, suggesting why not pretend that that's where you're studying at Hogwarts. You could call biology herbology or care of magical creatures. So changing the terminology of otherwise like boring learning titles. You might call reading something different in your house. Maybe it's a part of this fantasy land. Whatever your child decides that they want to call reading within their fantasy land, that's what you can call it. A later suggestion also mentions taking on characters while working. Have your child adopt a persona within their fantasy. Maybe they're a knight, maybe they're a superhero, anything that they want to be. They can be that persona when they're reading. And in that way, they may grow the confidence as this persona to take risks with their learning and to really be invested in it. And of course, you can be a character too. The more that your child sees that you're also having fun within this fantasy land with reading, they're gonna take it seriously. They're gonna be like, oh, my parents having fun, I can have fun and learning can be fun. And then the other great thing about gamification, which is a lot about what my teacher talked about he uses with his sons, is this instant feedback. And I see this being most useful to parents' instant feedback in the form of awarding a point system or a reward system to their children in accordance with like right answers. So like with each question or couple questions that your child answers correctly during comprehension of reading, using those follow-up prompts, that could give them a point. And this point would be added to a continuous tally you may showcase somewhere within your house. So your child can always see their points and can always see, hey, look at all the progress I've made. And maybe these points even correspond to possible rewards. Maybe 10 points at the end of the week or the end of two weeks or the end of a month can buy your child a special dinner. And 30 points can buy them a toy from their favorite store. It's this constant buildup that this reward system and the work that they're doing in reading is amounting to something that it matters and of course you might be like oh i feel like i'm bribing them like this isn't the way to motivate them but they're young and at the end of the day they're reading and that's the most important part and it does hold accountability they can recognize that hey getting right answers does lead to points that that leads to something good and they get to decide do i save up my points for a better reward Or do they want a 10-point award instead of a 30-point award? There's a lot that they get to do with it. And there's a lot of thinking, creativity that goes into it. And it's really fun. And also what's good about this is that instant feedback. That they know when I get a certain amount of questions right, I know a reward is coming. And that actually reminds me of my AP Psych class. We talk about reward systems and this would be a fixed ratio schedule. That's a reward given after a set or known number of trials. And that is actually the best kind of reward schedule for learning is this fixed ratio schedule. So you're engaging in that fixed ratio schedule through gamification of reading with this point system. According to psychology, that is the best way to promote learning habits is with that reward schedule. So it must be right then. I hope you had fun with those tips that I summarized, and I hope you can see the value that gamification might bring to your family. Stick around for the next and final segment, 
It's a short one. I'll give you a brief example of what these tips look like put together. All right, I'm back and ready to dive in. With all of those gamification strategies established, I'm going to give you a quick example of what all of those tips might look like when combined and used in your household. Now this is especially fun for me because I get to pretend like I'm a little kid again and what fantasy land would I pick for my reading? I was a big Disney girl growing up, big on princesses, watched all of those movies. So I think I would choose like a fairyland, a fairy kingdom, and I would obviously be the fairy princess. And as a parent, you might say to me, well, you're reading questions, these are your quests and your riddles to get you closer to saving your fairy kingdom because it's under threat from the human world. I mean, I would be so excited to hear all of this. And then maybe you'd say, and you get magic dust to help you on your quest for every correct answer. And we'll keep track of your magic dust with tally points which all keep around on the fridge. And with enough magic dust, let's say 30 tally points, you save the kingdom and you get a reward, like a new stuffed animal. And then once I had reached those 30 points, maybe it's the end of the month, the cycle would start over again. And my parents might say, a new monster or villain is threatening your fairy kingdom again. And we have to go on more quests, read more books, and do more trials to get more fairy dust and keep the monsters at bay. So that was at least fun for me, pretending to be both child and parent, coming up with this fantasy world for reading. But that's how easy it can be and how fun it's going to be for you and your child to be creative and make learning more fun, but also you're setting up a routine and you're setting up a schedule. You know that you're going to read with them. They know to expect that with correct answers, they're going to be rewarded. And it's really going to hold accountability for both you and your child to continue reading because you have this schedule established and you have a point system to keep you on track. I love the idea of gamification. Anything that's going to promote reading is a good strategy. And I'm so thankful for my teacher for putting this on my radar. I had no idea kind of the ways that you can take reading. And it doesn't have to be your conventional boring sit down. It can be this fun journey. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope to see you next time on my next episode. Get reading and remember, you're never too old to love picture books.